Greetings and salutations and welcome once again to the Capeless Crusaders live at the time from the safe house. My name is David Barry at DRBarry on varying social media platforms. I am joined tonight by two special guests for a special type of episode. Uh, first, um, let's go, yeah, see, I'm already getting mixed up. Um, to my right, we have, you don't have to give your social media handles if you don't want to. Yeah, you can. My name is Mickey, and you can follow me on Twitter at DadIsUnemployed. <laughs> I forgot that was your Twitter. <laughs> oh, and Instagram, too. DadIsUnemployed on Twitter and Instagram. Fantastic. Um, and to the left, uh, my wife. Hi, Caitlin Berry. Um, I don't have a Twitter, so, well, actually, technically, I do. But don't follow me because I don't do anything on it. And you can follow me on Instagram on Kate Berry if you really want to. Yes. Uh, you can find anything related to the Capeless Crusaders at thecapelesscrusaders.com. That is your ultimate source. Oh, screw it up. It's over here. Uh, if you're watching on video, you can see it right there. It says thecapelesscrusaders.com. If you are listening on audio, believe me that it's there. Um, I apologize in advance for dogs barking, for cats meowing, and for babies crying. These are the things in my home. Um, so the purpose of tonight... Um, is an idea that was actually brought forward by my friend Mickey um, and the Azorian one, Anthony Aziz, um, who is in the chat room, I believe, um, patrolling. I think the word was roaming. He's roaming. He's roaming. Yeah, like a creeper. Um, the idea being um, that Mickey and actually Caitlin uh, have no real comic background. They don't read comic books. Really read graphic novels. I had one here and there, I assume, maybe. Um, I've read one. I've read one comic in my life, and I don't remember how old I was, but when I was when I was a kid, a friend of mine had an issue where Superman dies. Okay, and it was a big deal at the time. And so, and I I remember flipping through that. That's. Do you know what that one was called? Well, Superman is dead. No, it was the death of Superman. The very creative, important event. We know what it's about. Yeah. I've read some comic books, but I know they're not like the Thor is the lady and. Um, like a good Archie. No, oh, I did Archie. <laughs> Archie counts. Yeah. Um, the, the, but the, the, the idea being that Mickey uh, and Caitlin, not, not knowing a lot about comic books, but being big fans, for the most part, of comic book movies. Um, and so Mickey took it upon himself to watch, rewatch most of the Marvel movies leading up to Infinity War in May. Um, I'm going to watch them all. I'm going to watch them all in order, in order of release. I've gotten through, I've gotten through six so far. Okay. Through phase one. Nice. Okay. So, um, the idea being we're going to every week or maybe every other week, depending on Mickey's schedule. We're going to come together and we're going to talk about uh, those movies and any questions that that he may have, comic book related or not, what he thought of the movies, um, and seeing how they stand up. And it has been a decade. It has been a decade of Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, so let's just hop right in. So, yes. Well, speaking of the it's been a decade, um, going back and watching some of those early ones, like in the moment, I remember being like, these are so awesome. And we like went back and watched some of them. And you can tell that they're really old. Like watching the original Thor now is almost painful. Like 
his costume just looks so different. It's like weird. I don't know. And his yeah. like hair is so blonde in like a, a natural blonde that he's not. And then he's not like that in any other movies. Like it's just interesting to see that. I feel like the first question that I asked myself like after every movie was, does it hold up? Mm-hmm. And so there was definitely where I was like, yeah, that one holds up. Like you can watch it today just like you watch it. The other ones or you were going to do, they just don't hold up. They just don't have it. Yeah, I, I get that. Exactly. That's the point. <laughs> that is the idea. Uh, so we're going to start in order, basically. So Mickey, with your fancy note for the mic, show the people at home and uh, flip it against the mic for the people listening on the audio. That's real paper, folks. Yeah. Real don't paper. have an iPad anymore. That's okay. Um, so starting off with Iron Man, 2008. How was it? What do you think? How was things? I loved. Let me say, I did not see Iron Man in the theaters when it came out. What were you? What were you doing in 2008? 2008. I was. A of 2008. I was in grad school. Okay. Um, and not cool. Um, and not in comics at all. And comic book movies outside of Batman were kind of not a thing. Superman. Long before, I mean, there was. The, See those? You didn't see the Brandon Ralph? Um, yeah, don't worry about it. That's fine. No, so uh, I didn't see it in the theaters. I saw it. I want to say that we got it on like Netflix. Ooh, and I was. I think I think that's where I first saw it. I didn't see it in the theaters, but I definitely think it holds up. I think it's. I remember I watching it. It was as good as I remember seeing. Okay. So, now, Tom always brings up this point, and it's kind of obnoxious, but it's true, that Iron Man was the, the first and only Marvel Studios film to be shot on film. It was actually they, on they had film. film. It was right before ah. the takeover of digital. Yeah, which you can tell. It, it looks it different. It looks different look. every other. See, now I'm wishing I had gone back and watched that one, because I've only watched the second one recently. Like Iron Man two, but so now I'm I'm trying to remember like the difference there. I feel like the other thing is that they for after the original they embraced CGI. Yes, they they got they went hard on it, right? and the first one less so it seems a little more. A lot of stuff seems a little more practical. We yell we yell at the dogs. Thank you. <laughs> they're they're, no dogs were they're being obnoxious. Yeah, no, don't 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 yell at them a lot. Just just enough. <sighs> LB said, you can scoot him, scoot him back in a little bit. <laughs> so, um, it's been a really long time since I've watched Iron Man. So, but I have a general idea, kind of remembering more or less. But what, what, were, what was your takeaway? I you liked it. Obviously. I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I think, the, so for me, a couple of things. It, it both dates itself really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a one of my first notes here is, is the MySpace. He they're taking a picture in the car and he's like, "Hey, don't don't I don't want to see this on MySpace." No gang signs, but no, no gang signs. No, and, and I thought MySpace like my kid probably won't understand that reference. He may understand Facebook, right? But he won't. He wouldn't understand a MySpace reference. The other thing is interesting. You're in Afghanistan. You're still in Afghanistan. That's true. So in that way. It's still it's depressing. It's still holds like you can be like, yeah, I understand. Like, 
bad part, but then the MySpace part puts it in a time and place. Yeah. Pretty have pretty hard. And but it's it's like right now people people almost need to be reminded we're still in Afghanistan. Like there are a lot of articles right now um coming out because a lot of people are like talking about how like George Bush is being made to seem like this like cheery old uncle or grandfather <laughs> and everyone's like, you know, he's the reason we're in a fifteen year war at this point. Um so Well if we were Tony Stark, we wouldn't that's true. Um, we wouldn't be. I was gonna make the yeah, I was gonna make the point about Tom Cheadle. Kind of, I kind of wish he was. Like, I don't know if I missed that. No, one. that's yeah. As, as Steve's yeah. was basically like, I wish they could superimpose Don Cheadle. I I agree because I just feel like the chemistry was there more than Terrence. I get that. Don, 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 Don Cheadle has a certain swagger. Terrence Howard is cool. Yeah, but Don Cheadle has a certain a certain attitude that just. But I also just think like their chemistry together like made well, such sure. like. The difference, like I can't imagine Terrence Howard being the one later down the line, like, like yeah. Tony's like no, and Terrence Howard's like, I don't know, like I should have added him, like yeah, I don't, trying to I don't be like stoic. Was Terrence Howard? Was he cast for a reason? Were they like this is the guy we want, or was it more like, like was he more unknown than Steve's would know this? I he was definitely no, no wait. Terrence Howard was absolutely no. I. Think that they wanted him. I think that the personality so became a, a conflict. For that movie. Yes. But yeah, and so I think. And here's the thing: he was definitely known, maybe not in like mainstream movies, but like, like I would say that you don't get that big of a role in a. In, I mean, the movie yeah. was, it was a big deal movie. Like they, let me let me see. Here. I wrote it down. Hold on, I got it. <laughs> uh, hundred and eighty-six million dollars. Yeah. To make the movie. So that's not that ain't nothing. Yeah, and I think if he hadn't, if his ego wasn't quite where it was, he probably would have stayed in there, from my understanding. Was it, was it an ego I'm thing? pretty sure. I'm almost positive that they said that they <laughs> didn't invite him back. I don't think it was like a money or like or, attitude or thing. I don't think it was. I think it was Terrence Howard's being was a Howard ousted from the Iron Man franchise, or I'm like pretty positive he was ousted, and then it became like a no, he wasn't. Um, oh, say Steve's just saying he asked for a yeah, like lot his of money. ego was there because yeah. it was like I'm Terrence Howard, and then it was like no I'm Terrence Howard, I'm in a Marvel movie. Did yes. he win an Oscar by that? Steve's no, because <laughs> no, I think he won something for it would have been for oh, Empire, no. right? It wouldn't have been an no, Oscar. He did. Only there was a web school that could tell us about Hustle and Flow. That's the one I was thinking of. Did he, is that what he went for? I don't know, but he was in it. Nailing it. I don't even know if Steve's has input for me. Regardless, Cheadle has an Oscar. Has an Oscar. Fantastic. Uh, nominated for one Oscar. But lost. Because you're not Don Cheadle. Best performance. Nominated for Golden Globe. Yeah. Uh, Oh, he probably lost it to Phil Seymour Hoffman for Capote, which, if that's the case, there you go. That's why we needed the Steve's, actually. We needed the Steve's audio. Yeah. Anyway. So, how about the comic books part? What do you get? Okay, so I have two questions. Yes. Number one What is Iron Man's comic book origin versus his movie origin? All right. So the the thing about comic book characters that can be annoying but also amazing is that if an author 
decides to change the origin, they can. Um, there are some origins that are set in stone. Superman coming from Krypton, when it explodes, he gains power from our sun. That's the way that his story is. No one's that ever tried to change it. People, have, they, they might have. They might have made tweaks to it. Um, for example, uh, Batman. Batman is always, you know, his, his parents get shot and the pearls drop, Martha. <laughs> everyone knows. Everyone knows. We're yeah, best friends now. I'm looking at you with Steve's. Everyone knows. Um, but what, what, what happens sometimes is there'll be an alternate universe where they might change the origin. Um, for example, uh, Flashpoint, which is a comic book um, that centers around Flash going back in time to save his mom. His whole origin comes from the death of his mom and him trying to investigate who killed her. So he goes back in time because he can run really fast. He changes the future and it causes all kinds of repercussions, one of which is that um, Thomas and Martha Wayne are not killed. Uh, Bruce is killed. So Batman is killed before he can become Batman. There's no Batman in that. There is. It's Thomas Wayne. It's his dad. And rather than being the knight and not killing, a super angry, bitter, older Batman. Because his son was murdered. Exactly. And so he kills like it's nobody's business. Did we get that movie? That actually is in the works. As a live action Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be. It's, See, it's, they could have gotten Ben Affleck for that because he was older. It would have made more sense maybe than him trying to be. Yeah. I don't Jeffrey like Dean Ben Affleck as that. Jeffrey Dean Morgan would be perfect for it. Uh, regardless, the, um, so there's sometimes, but, but, but they're never... They're not necessarily never, but they're they're not seen as canon, you know. Like they're not like, oh yeah, that's the origin. But there are some origins that are set. Iron Man's origin isn't exactly set, uh, mainly because, uh, and this is part of what the Iron Man movie did. The Iron Man movie made Iron Man a lister. Like before that, he was kind of a B lister. Well, that gets to my second question. Yeah. Everybody knows Iron Man now, mm-hmm. and it's Robert Downey Jr. And it's, so there's a lot there, but. Iron Man first, because before the movies, people weren't like, you know who's a great superhero is that Iron Man. Okay, and my question kind of goes with that, which I bring it up all the time, and I'm still confused. How is he, okay, we talked about this the other day, that he is one of the original Avengers, but then why is he considered a B-list comic artist? Like, are the Avengers, were they B-list, was that a B-list line before the movies? Because I thought, like, the Avengers were, like, huge, and then you're saying that, Iron Man was like a B-list, and if Iron Man started the Avengers... So, the, the the household names were the X-Men, and the Fantastic Four, and Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man, year over year, um, was the highest grossing comic book, period. Um, and it would sometimes trade back and forth with Batman. Um, but Batman and Spider-Man, number one and number two, back and forth, back and forth. And then X-Men and Fantastic Four. The problem you have is, first off, those um, titles are not owned by Marvel Studios. So Marvel Studios has to work with what they've got. And they said, cool. So you got Kevin Feige and this entire company who says, what if we implement this massive phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four, and what if we make the people like the characters? It's not that that they weren't important. It's not that he wasn't a big part, but Iron Man wasn't the big seller. Spider-Man was the big seller. Fantastic Four is the big seller. 
they didn't have the rights to either of them. Exactly. They didn't have the rights to any of their bigger names. And, and, and yet, yet they, they still felt it prudent to start a movie studio and make movies. Exactly. Uh, and, I mean, because at that point they tried, they had tried with well, Punisher, they, had they tried with Daredevil. Yeah. And well, they, they had made, they had made a Hulk movie. No. Yeah, with Eric Bana. I don't know anything about it. Don't worry about it. Don't. Ang Lee. Ang Lee directed it. Eric Bana starred in it. Don't worry about it. I, I watched that. I saw part of it on a plane. <laughs> Um, and, and I, without the headphones in, and I could tell it was not for me. Yeah. To be fair, I don't like the other Hulk either. Well, it just we'll, 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 we'll get to that. We'll get, so, no, you're good, but it's, it's, it's uh, that's in phase one. So, basically, within ten years of the movie, I think it was even five years, a new story had come out where they relaunched Tony Stark's origin, and his origin was... The movie origin that he was in Afghanistan selling weapons because there there are so many characters where their stories aren't relevant anymore necessarily like the Punisher the Punisher's origin was that he was in Vietnam that doesn't make any sense today why would a superhero in 2018 have been in the Vietnam War yeah, you have to shoot you, if you want to make a show the Punisher show it all has to take place as a period exactly yeah. so hence why they made him a Marine in Afghanistan which made more sense. They um, keep that, that marine piece. Exactly. And, and they keep the, the, the PTSD and they keep his family being killed and everything else, but they update it. So Iron Man was kind of similar, where rather than it just being he was wealthy and he built this suit to be his bodyguard and he actually ended up being the hero, it was he was in Afghanistan, the explosion, the, the arc reactor actually keeps him alive. And then there's also, which the Marvel Cinematic Universe does touch on, something called the Ultimate so the Ultimate Universe was an, an, an alternate dimension that was filled to the brim with all kinds of stories um, that basically were a little bit more adult, a little bit more graphic, um, and gave a little more creative control to a lot of creators. And what they did with that was um, they basically redid everyone's origin. So there, there was some, some normality to the origins, but say Tony Stark in that universe he was actually born with a disease where he could not survive outside of the suit. He was kind of a bubble boy. Uh, yeah. And, but, but he did like, but he built the suit and, 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 and added the modifications to keep himself alive. Now that, I don't see Robert Downey Jr. Playing, playing bubble boy. I mean, I'd be down with it. I mean, I've seen, I I've seen the movie Bubble Boy and, and a young Jake Gyllenhaal might make a good, Spider-Bubble Boy, Spider-Man. So yeah, so, but the, the Ultimate Universe, but in the Ultimate Universe, like, that's where they actually drew Nick Fury to look like Samuel Jackson. Mm. That's what they based it on. Because in the in the regular universe, he was David Hasselhoff. The Hasselhoff actually played him. The, the Hoff. Yeah, the Hoff actually played him in a, in a TV show. But he, he, he was a white dude. He was a white dude with an eye patch. I can't even imagine it because not good. Because Samuel Jackson is Nick Fury. Exactly. Exactly. Like what movie was it? Iron Man that that clip was on mm-hmm. from um, where they introduced. Um, Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury, and I was like reading an interview where he was like flipping through a comic and was just basically like, "Hey, wait a minute!" Like he called his agent, was like, "Did we give like the comics like the right to like use like, me as Nick Fury?" And the agent was like, "No." And then like basically from all that, they were like, "Yeah, well, we just really base mop you, and we're going to be creating these movies." And he was like, "Well, I mean, I guess I'm signed on for like nine movies. <laughs> I, I just have to like live through it, and like I have a job, and like." In shape, and yeah. And he was like, wanted the like eye to be more. He said, like in Iron Man, in that like end clip, 
it's like barely there and he like wanted it to be more so like as the movies progressed he like made sure they gave him like a gnarly scar because he really felt like a scar was like part of that character so in the avengers it's like black like, yes and he like pushed for it to look like how it does in the comics because he said it's such a part of his like character that's, that's and, like, what it looks like in the comics didn't go that Favreau only took the three lines mm-hmm. we didn't witness like the scar yeah. I, I like that there's a grenade that was in his eye oh yeah yeah which we're gonna find out in hopefully in Captain Marvel carry on alright uh, a couple, couple more things, things here uh, first of all Jeff Bridges nails it in, in this movie yeah. I, I think he's I think he's the perfect Obadiah Stane and I don't know I don't know Obadiah Stane from my here. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, iron, the Iron Monger, which is what his suit was called. The Iron Monger. And, and they, they mentioned, mentioned that he, he grabs Chris's earlier monger. Yeah, and, and that's, the, that's the, the, the tie-in. Yep. That's, that's funny, but I didn't get it until you said that. I just thought he kept calling them Iron Mongers. It was an interesting thing. Um, and then, so, yeah, and then the introduction of Aiden Coulson, who is my favorite character from all of the Marvel movies. Who doesn't love Aiden Coulson? Phil Coulson is... Fantastic. Uh, the, the the Agents of Shield show. He kind of carried it because it wasn't great. It, it, we got into it, it by the end, and like not by the end, but like by the end of I think the first season, and then like I don't know what happened. I just we couldn't find the second season, and then it dropped off or something like that. I, I, feel like I watched like half of the first season and was like, yeah, this is good. Like, yeah, this is this is gonna work, and then and then a few episodes later, I just. <laughs> I was I didn't I just never well and Col- they they tried they, they had people they had like uh Colby uh Col- 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 Robin Shabatsky Robin Shabatsky yeah. uh Nick Fury like they were on they were on there for an episode here and there to kind of make it seem like Ooh, yeah and it didn't stay yeah. spot. but but Phil Coulson he, he was a fantastic addition and uh especially Obadiah Stane is one of those villains that he needed to die in order for the story to progress, but it started the whole curse of the one-and-done villain in the Marvel movies, which can sometimes work, and sometimes it doesn't work. I, I, I didn't want him to die because he would have been great to it's, come back. In a lot of ways, it's, 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 it's all like early James Bond before they decided to, before they decided to carry things over. It's just like, yeah, here's a guy, we don't like him, hey, he's Well, and it also, the, the, the origin movies follow the, the, the typical like six-issue arc, of like, here's your introduction. Here's where you meet a bad guy who is the antithesis of you, but has a similar power set. You confront him. He beats you. You come back. You beat him. He dies. Move on to the next the new hero's it's, journey. Exactly. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a cut down hero's journey. It's the comic book hero's journey. And sometimes it means you lose a villain very quickly. Let's play a game called Spot Stanley. Stanley, you remember Stanley is the yeah. Iron Man? Uh, okay, hang on. General, we'll get to those. Those. Uh, Iron Man. Uh, is he? Um, the line looking is looking good. good Thank you. He's Hugh Hefner. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 he's the he's there at the party. The Playboy guy. Thank you. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah got the two women. Really 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 turned turned the the he's like confused. I think that's the best. Uh, at least in phase one, I think that's the best Stanley cameo because of the life. Because of the looking good hat, he's wearing the jacket. I just, and he's, he doesn't, I don't know if he even has a line. They're always great. No, he just looks confused. He just, he just looks, looks confused. I, I, personally, I, I do love, I love in Captain America where he's just like, I thought you'd be tall. Yeah. 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 Yeah
all of them. <laughs> yes, that is a really good point. Know, he's when he's like playing chess. I love, yeah. I love Stanley. It's, uh, all right. Uh, the the test light scene is amazing. With Tony trying out the suit for the yeah, first time. talking to Rhodey. I, I think that's when, when the first time I watched that, I was like, all right, I, I dig this. Yeah. Okay, comic book movies are amazing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, can, I, can get, I, can, I can get excited about yeah, that. that. That sold me. Um, Rob Downey Jr. is all charm. He so he he fills a lot because um, in the comics Tony Stark is he is riddled with his demons, um, his alcoholism and his womanizing is always a problem. Uh, and Robert Downey Jr. I think having his life of being a young actor and cocaine and, and prison and getting out and all, I think he's perfect for it because he kind of mirrors. Brings a lot. That playboy womanizer. That's him. That's him. Yeah. You can't help but root for him. Yeah, it's kind of like he's playing himself, and yeah. I think that's definitely what works in this role. Yeah, he's he's just he's perfect. He, he will never not be that role, and it's gonna be yeah. sad. And, and when, when he, he delivers, delivers at the end, when he when oh, he's just straight, I am. I am. Right. He's like, yeah. I remember. Sorry, I watched it this time. I remembered not expecting it the first time. Being like, superheroes don't tell you. Something's happening in movies. So, just because this is relevant. Oh, I'm going to tell the story. We were there to see the 
Harry Potter, but I'm trying to remember which one. I think it was Order of the Phoenix, right? Okay. So, and we're at, like, I don't know, the Army like Theater. Yeah. No, because it was one of the funniest just experiences. So, they were playing, like, the trailer, and it starts, and it's, like, lightning, and stuff like this, and David, like, literally is losing it. Everyone else is silent. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, right? He's, like, going crazy, and he's like, it's Thor. It's Thor. And it's like, Percy Jackson. <laughs> and he's like losing his mind. As he like went through it, everyone's like, we're all like, we're And he literally was like, it's Thor. The real question is, did you go see Percy Jackson? No. You've never seen Percy Jackson. But the disappointment when it was Percy Jackson, I laughed very hard in the moment. That's true. But yeah, at that, at that moment, as a comic book fan, to know that not only were they going to continue this this story, but they were planning on eventually building the Avengers. That was not, not, nothing to do. Like to that point, point the movie where I said before the budget is 186 million, made worldwide 585 million. Had it flopped, and, and they've already decided they probably already were in production on on Hulk. Okay, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, because how far would they, they have gone, gone with it if they if people weren't buying it? I don't know, because at this point, they're doing that. I think that's what happened with DC right now. <laughs> it's, I mean, they are financial successes, quote-unquote. Yeah, but so are the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. They're not good movies, but they're... Sorry, sorry. I think they gave... By, by giving the reins over to Whedon and Feige, I think that even if it hadn't done well, I think they would have shot at least for the event. It's trying to get, trying to get the Avengers. If the Avengers didn't work, then maybe. There's actually a documentary on this. You've watched it. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but it talks about that. Oh, it talks about something like that because it talks about it in regards to Phase One and Phase Two, and like where they were going to for it. And um, they did this in such a small, like no one wanted to take this on. That they literally developed Marvel Studios with this intent, and like. They talk about how Marvel Studios like expanded from that like so unexpectedly because all they wanted to do was get this made and no one wanted to get it made. And so John Favreau was basically like, We're gonna do-. I mean he's in it even to yeah. you know and so and then how with its success more and more people basically like bought into it and were like willing to kind of put into it. So had they not I think it would have just been more of that like small budget, smaller studio and then they were lucky that it got to the point that they wanted to, that they could put the money really into it, that they... Build on it. Yeah. 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 Is this the same year? Yeah. Am I have this right? Again Again in 2008? So they they were were already almost done done with this movie. Yeah. Because Tony Stark calls it. Yeah. This one I'd never seen before. It's Rotten Tomatoes 67%. Which is funny because the second Thor is sixty six. I was going to say I think it's the lowest, but also it's the second. I haven't gotten to Thor two, which is not uh, We're going to get there. That's a future episode. So the problem with Incredible Hulk is if you didn't see it then, and you're seeing it now, comparing it to everything, I can only imagine how. Well, first of all, let's start with with Ruffalo's banner and motion and motion capture Hulk. Versus Edward Norton's banner and what I don't believe was motion capture, or at least for the facial expressions, it doesn't appear to be. 
just a CGI. She's not on Twitch. She doesn't know. She doesn't know how we're doing. Uh, I will. I think Norton's the the Hulk in that movie looks decidedly down. Yeah. Well, and if you again, if in the moment at the time it was like, wow, look at this. This is so great. As opposed to, like, we had just gotten Eric Bana's Hulk. I just don't find the movie as engaging as like now I I think that there's a better rhythm going like I forget that Hulk is part of phase one like to me there was no Hulk movie because I just don't like it's not one that I consider up to par with like any other ones yeah I I kind of wish I felt I knew knew of the Ang Lee Hulk movie and knew that it didn't count in these and then when I was like I'm gonna watch the whole Marvel Universe. I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna watch everything Liam's Infinity War. I was like, there's a whole movie. See, and it's funny because I thought that it was like a later. We're gonna include this in, and I for the longest time thought that they were just trying to include it, not that it was actually included. Well, part, part of the problem. Don't say you hate it. You don't hate it. I do. I literally came on TV <laughs> the other day. And what I was about like, do you hate? It's so boring. What is boring about? I don't know. I was bored the whole time. I feel I like they. I feel like they set out to make a three and a half hour movie and, and chopped it down, down to what we saw. Well, and the, the opening credits is it is five minutes of tons of backstory. Yeah. I mean, the whole time I was like, "What? How much do I need to know in order to buy into this movie?" And um, it was a lot. It was a lot of backstory in that. And then beyond that, I still didn't understand what was going on. Uh, it, it took, took a minute. minute. I, I did like, I will say, one of the things I really did like about the movie, I liked um, the way they show time passing. Rather than doing montages or any sort of weird, they just put the little visual screen days without incidents. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a really, that made it to me. Like, oh, like, we're not doing this all in a day. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe it. I like that too, because it's hard to show time in movies. And that's one of my biggest complaints a lot of times in movies, is that, like, wait a minute. Was it a week later? Yeah. A week later? Uh, he works in a bottling plant. He's 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 a brilliant physicist of some description, and he works in a bottling plant in Portugal. So, so the, the the problem the problem is is that it's because he's already in hiding. Okay, but they don't. I I feel like they just don't do a great job. Brazil. Well, yeah, they, they speak Portuguese in Brazil. Same backwater. Um, so it. Um, it wasn't a good movie overall, but it's not a bad. It's not a bad movie. I mean, I've seen bad movies, and this one's not bad. I don't know. I there's just something about it that like I I don't like it. I think it's a bad movie. I like have no desire to watch it again. I don't need to see it again, but that doesn't make it. A- but yeah. I feel like even when I watched it, I was like, oh, "Can it be over?" Like that's how I felt about it. Like, yeah, it feels feels like for sure. And I just don't like buy them. And now it sucks because like I love Mark Ruffalo as Hulk, so I would actually be like, We're I just don't think like I was Mark interested. No, that, and because they didn't do that, that's why Ragnarok was how it was. I've seen it. I figured it out, but that is why. That movie is that way because 
knowing that they can't, yeah, yeah, and knowing that we can't, we get a really good, like, hope, not conversation, but, like, hope is, like, a good focus of it, so it's, okay. Which I'm so much more interested in that. Yeah. Why aren't we getting enough help? I think there's a rights. Like, they don't have the rights to it. It it has to do with. I think it's something to do with the rights. Like, they can show him as part of the Avengers, but they don't have the rights to him solo. I'm almost positive. I'm pretty sure David's explained it to them. David will know. And I think, you know, because I think mentioning the Ruffalo, I think it's that I don't buy Morton as Hulk. I just I don't see him as. I feel, I feel like that. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't feeling him as as the Hulk or as as Banner. But at the same time, I was like, I'm comparing him to the Ruffalo. He was really good. I really like that. But you compare him because it's like so. Yeah, I just. So um, was I right in saying that they don't own why the rights we, to Solo Hulk, but they own like Avengers? Yeah. And why aren't we getting a Hulk? So so the the, the, the problem is um, Paramount. Paramount, no, no Universal, Universal. Thank you. Universal, which I think Paramount and Universal aren't they the same? Um, they own the rights to solo Hulk films, so he can be a part of a team. So he can be in the Avengers movies, he can be in the Thor movies, which is why he's popping up all over the place. So they're the ones that put out the Hulk movie that sold the Incredible Hulk. No. Then who? Marvel Studios did. Wait, then how do they do that if they only own the rights? Because I was going to be like, that's why it stinks. Marvel didn't do it. Uh, is, is there a comic book origin, or is there a comic book that has him with a sidekick? And they can be like, no, it's a team. He has Chubsy, the little sidekick. So, I don't know what you would name. So he does, he does have Rick Jones. Rick Jones is the guy that he rests. So the, the Rick Jones is the whitest name. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, because uh, the, 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 the Hulk's original origin story is um, they're, he's, they're, they're testing bombs. They're not just testing the radiation. Um, and so they're at like they're at a gamma bomb test site. Rick Jones is out there in his car and drives off the test site. You know, as you like you do. And so Rick Jones is about to tell you how many times I've been joyriding around nuclear test So Rick Jones almost gets blown up, and Banner saves him, and that's how he gets exposed to the gamma ray. So Rick Jones becomes like the reason he's the Hulk, but also kind of like his his young ward. Um, and now apparently the Marvel Universe is a hacker, but. Um, the rough, rough end for Rick Jones. Exactly. So the the thing is, I don't know. In the Hulk mythos, there are other Hulks, uh, and I don't know where the rights to those stand. There's She Hulk, who is uh, Bruce Banner's cousin, um, and she is also a Hulk. There is the Red Hulk. There is Scar, son of Hulk. Uh, technically, Abomination is a Hulk. There is uh, a bomb. Um, there's a whole branch of Hulks, um, but, but the problem is, is they're all so far fetched. I think, except for She-Hulk, that no one, even now, that's super realistic. Like, no, no one would be like, "Wait, so you're telling me is there's another one, but instead of being green, he's red, and that's his thing?" Yes. That is his thing. That's his thing. Uh, it was a poorly written comic, and I imagine the movie would be just as poorly written. So, I, 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 you were probably touching on it, but the fact that one, we didn't, we can't get a sequel, um, and the fact that Edward Norton is no longer involved with, it, and basically none of the people are involved with, it except for Ross, uh, uh, General Ross, who pops back up in the second Avengers. 
Oh, that. No. Yeah. None Wait, of the characters. Same actor? Yes. Uh, same actor. He's, he's the one who has, he runs the prison and who has them sign the Sokovia Accords. That's General Ross. We're going to get there. Yeah. I don't remember anything. Yeah. But Betsy Ross, his, um, his love interest, exactly. Betty Ross, I apologize. Uh, his, his love interest and General Ross's daughter. She's not there anymore. Um, the whole, they hope, the other problem is they set up a sequel by uh, when they had Barney Rubble get his head caved in and the blood dripped on him and his head started to expand. He's supposed to become the master. It's one of the Baldwin. It's one of the Baldwin. I don't know. I missed that. I missed that. I was, but he, he I was too, too busy contemplating. <laughs> Other Hulk related <laughs> Red Hulks and Abom, but he was gonna. I was, I was trying to figure out. I was trying to figure out the boss fight, the Hulk lizard alien abomination. That's abomination. So, so <laughs> did not come through in the dialogue. Yeah, they didn't do. Let me back up there. Let, let's, let's go back. A couple of things. Number one, we, we get a Lou Ferrigno cameo, which made me so happy. I liked it. I, I, I like a good game, game yeah, to be honest. But, but, but I, I thought, thought he was great. great. I, I thought, thought it was just the, the fact that it's Stanley and Lou Ferrigno can We get a double, yeah. yeah. And Stanley spots Stanley. Yeah. He's, uh, he drinks the, the soda and then he drops it. it. Yeah, yeah, soda out of the fridge and then he drops it and they say something about what they bargained for. The gamma poisoning. Oh, Civil War was awesome. I haven't seen it. Sokovia poisoning. Right, 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 right. Okay, yeah. And then the action scenes in this movie, they're lengthy. So, and I don't know if that was a if that was a choice to be like we're going to go heavy on action, or if it's because the script is relatively scant on dialogue. I believe it's probably well. That's that's kind of they spent a lot of time on like I said like on backstory up front. There's probably a decent first act of a movie in there, hmm. but it also is a really slow, dialogue-heavy comic book movie, which isn't really a thing. Right. Well, and and I feel like part of that comes from the fact that how do you how do you tell a story really well about a giant monster that doesn't really talk, doesn't talk, and um, can't doesn't really can't really control himself at all. Yeah, he doesn't have much in the way of age. Exactly, and so you run into that issue. I mean, you. you you, you have a classic story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde that you can tell with Bruce Banner and the Hulk, and I feel like they didn't necessarily do that. Cat sent him in there. So they didn't necessarily do a, a great job with the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing. And that's the thing. It's, it's almost like Avengers and everything else. Like Those have been better Hulk movies. Thor Ragnarok was a better Hulk movie than Hulk. That's why I said, but he said he hasn't seen it yet. So I haven't seen it yet. Get there. Because it's uh, really, it's a really good Hulk movie. Yeah. There's a scene in the Hulk where they pull out a bazooka and to fight. I believe it's to fight Hulk, and the one guy grabs it, he picks it up and goes, "Bazooka, sweet!" And then they shoot it, and the other guy goes, "Booyah!" Which just was. I was like, "This, you weren't even trying to write that scene." Well, it's true, and but the other the other problem is, except for Abomination, like. Like, you don't have anyone to really... Like, a lot of the heroes have something to cut their teeth on. The Tony Stark, he's got the, 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 the rickety Iron Man suit, and he goes after the terrorists. Um, you know, like, everyone has, like, a thing. 
that that's their first story. It is sort of part of that hero's journey. Yeah, yeah and, and, and his is rough because he's a monster. So it's like the only thing he can do is face off. He either is or is not a monster. Exactly. It's not, it's not like he can be like, hey, that bank is being robbed. Hulk out. And that's, you kind of get that at the end when they're like, sort of, they, they hint at, like, maybe he can control it. Maybe he can't. They don't really make that clear in this. Uh, we, we do, do get, get it in the Avengers, Avengers. right? Uh, which was okay. So, so there's the, the Hulk versus with abomination, abomination boss fight. It's just a just a lot of CGI. Yeah, I've seen video game. It's like a video game cutscene. Yeah, that fight scene overall. Yeah. Well, it again. It, it's like I don't know. It, 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 the problem with super powered, like super strong, like that is how do you how do you make a good fight? Like, uh, did you watch Man of Steel? Man of Steel. Do I remember watching Man of Steel? Henry Cavill Superman? Nope, did not see it. Okay. Well, similar thing because they're they're flying around and they're super strong. When they're when they're punching dudes, it's not just a hey we can fight in a room. It's hey if I punch you, you're gonna fly through a building. You're gonna smash a bunch of stuff. Same problem with the Hulk is they have to they have to tear down buildings. In, uh, in Avengers, he says last time I was in New York, I kind of broke. Harley. Yeah, yeah, like he, that, that that has to happen basically in order for him to have a, a fight, and that kind of that kind of sucks, but that kind of limits the character. Yeah. yeah. And I and so I think that's that's part of why I like Mark Ruffalo, but maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe we don't need that much more Hulk. And and the, the uh, Feige has already said that um, that the next couple of movies are are Hulk movies. Like like the way once you see Thor, you see what I'm saying. Like Thor Ragnarok, while it's a Thor movie at heart, it's 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 a Hulk movie too. It's like, like a, a strong, strong B story for all exactly, and 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 that and that's what they're that's what they're basically planning over the next couple movies is we know we can't do a solo Hulk film we know it would probably suck so let's make him just a big player and develop his story and other people's stories yeah, that, that that makes sense yeah. that that could work uh, this one there's we see Tony Stark I'm telling him about the Avengers Initiative right not in a post credit scene. It feels it like post credit yeah. scene. Everyone, everyone before the credits. Everyone, when they think about it, they think, "Oh yeah, do you remember the post credit scene from Hulk?" And it's like, "No, that they haven't seen it, and there isn't anything." Right, right. Uh, it threw me a little bit. Yeah. Well, and it also it also didn't really make sense. Like if you if you think about it in the in the in the the grand scheme of things and the way they set up. Hulk story, like Tony Stark has nothing to do with it. You know, like yeah, yeah, Tony's not, not in there at all. Yeah, he, he's just kind of like, hey man, like I'll handle this for you. And it's like, no, you, no, you don't. You don't end up handling it for anybody. You know, so it's kind of, kind of wonky. Okay. Uh, this movie made for $137 million, brought in $265 million worldwide. Now, that's the smallest take for any, that's in profit and in just in overall box office. That's the smallest in the Marvel universe. Yeah, it. I think the 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 other problem is it came after Iron Man. You know, like it came after the movie that everyone was like, 
comic book movies are cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's know? the thing. And so I, I feel like it was, if they hadn't already been like given the keys to the castle, that could have derailed the entire Marvel. Yeah, yeah they, they didn't. didn't they were obviously in production on, on Iron Man 2 at that point. Yeah. Probably not. They were probably, they probably made a deal for it. But yeah. Uh, they, they probably already decided the sequel was going to happen because of how well the first one did. Yeah, but if they hadn't, if they hadn't at that point, they may not have wanted to sink another $200 million right? into another comic book. It's true. So, so, so credit to whoever decided to make like, Six six films. Films. <laughs> <laughs> that's an ambition. It's like, hey man, this is uh, this is on your head. Uh, it paid off, but you know. So Iron Man Two. Yeah. Uh, I did see this one. one. This is the first one I saw in the theater. Okay. I did see this one in the theater. But you had seen Iron Man at this point. At this point, I had seen Iron Man. I had not seen Hulk. I saw that movie. That Iron Man movie. This new one's coming out. So I remember we went to it. I remember we went and saw this one. I remember really, really liking it. Yeah. Uh, on the second, second watch, watch, I liked it. it. I didn't think it was the worst. I know my second watch really is. But watching, watching it through this time, I liked it. Like it was good. Yeah. It's definitely not up to the level of the first time. It's, it's, it's the second, second movie in a, in a trilogy. It's tough. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to pull it off. But the, the other part, part of that is, as far as I really like watching it, will be more. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so, so, so it's, like, I guess, overall, it's a movie I like it as much as I can, but I feel like the way they decided to build on it as a character, I really like it. It was a different amount of swagger, but it's still closer to what and, and it sets up, it's an important setup movie. Like, if, even though we already know who Rhodey is, it sets up Rhodey more, because now it's Don Cheadle, and now he's going to be, but it also, it sets up War Machine. War Machine is a huge part of the Marvel Universe. Um, even though he disappeared, and I really want him to come back, Justin Hammer, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, so good. He's, 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 ever not, he's ever not been good. Anthony, so it's... He really, I think I put it in here where it's Sam Rockwell, exclamation point. Yeah. Loved him. I love him as, as Justin Hammer. And then, and then make Hammer, Hammer, Hammer Industries is a big rival of Stark Industries in the comics. Um, and he's always kind of, he's, he's there, he's the guy who's never, he's not usually, you know, getting into fist stuff just like he did in this movie. He's usually the one arming people to, to take out Tony Stark. Yeah, I, I like the, I like the character, I like Sam Rockwell playing him, if they could find a way to bring him back, I'm He's, he's, he's in prison. He, he should be able to come back. But Sam Rockwell has an Oscar now. That's true. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's finally like, I don't need to be. A, I'm not a character actor. I'm an Oscar winner. Yeah. And then do you have, do you have Mickey Rourke with a, with a little shrugging? Yeah. Shrugging. Mickey Rourke was fine. He was great in The Wrestler. Yeah. Uh, so, really basically playing The Wrestler. Is, yeah. yeah. The, the, thing, the thing about Mickey Rourke's character is that character doesn't exactly exist in the Marvel the Mar- That was my next question. I put right, right here, like, like Moscow, Franco builds an arc reactor. Yeah. Does he have an origin? Does his dad have a comic book origin? Is they really kind of shoehorning that in? So, they combined a bunch of random C-list villains. They combined Whiplash. With the Crimson Dynamo, and you got Mickey Rourke, and yeah, you, you signed, signed on Mickey Rourke. Rourke. He's like huge again. Yeah, yeah. 
he's he's got, got all buffed out, out. He's doing drugs. drugs. He's feeling good. He's he's got a bird. Uh, yeah, it. My board. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of he was just kind of a random. And and to me, not it's a, it's almost Hammer was really the villain the entire time, but in the end, it ended up being just like Iron Monger too. It was instead of just a big yeah. Iron Man suit, it was a big Iron Man suit. Well, yeah, yeah, in that way, and there's a lot of things in this movie that made me think very James Bond. Yeah, and in that way, it's very much like Benko is is the henchman. But, but he's so he's such, such a big presence that he becomes the villain, but you always have this sort of on the end of the little bit behind the scenes. Yeah. And like, I have to hammer, which is why I would like to see such a hammer come back. I think that would be, he could come, come back and he could menace in so many great, great ways. ways. There are a lot of, there are some random villains here and there in the Marvel Universe, um, and we'll come to one of them actually probably here pretty soon, who I think could still be big players in the Marvel Universe. Uh, this movie employs Jarvis in a whole new way. He gives all the answers. Yeah. He's a little ham-fisted. I understand it. you got to do it. But he straight up says to him, he says, the device that's keeping you alive is also killing you. Yeah. Hot on And that whole, that whole thing about like his dad hiding a new atom in the Stark Expo layout, it was kind of a, that's a mystery that doesn't, Need to have it. Yeah, and it's it's, it's like, I'm sorry. So your dad created this, like knowing 40 years ago, palladium wouldn't be good enough to to keep you alive. And we get in Captain America, we do get the we get the vibranium coming in, and so but that didn't apparently vibranium is not a thing that would be needed anymore. So there's not a thing. Exactly. Exactly. Create something. So they make what do they call it? The remakes. Is that unobtainium? Yeah, that's, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it, it, it is comic books. You like camp, hundred percent. It works. Uh, I like that. We get an Elon Musk camo cameo in uh, in Monaco. Oh yeah, at the table next to Star Wars with the journalist there. I like that one. Again, Monaco Grand Prix. The fact that he, the fact that he's driving in it too, yeah. like oh, he just gets in the car. car. Yeah, yeah, like, I can drive, drive a race car. car. And how James Bond is it to have a suitcase that is your instead of a gun? This is a James Bond movie. Yeah, which is good because it may have, and I'm not sure about the timing. Maybe it maybe it fell right into like a James Bond draft. Yeah, we were getting James Bond movies. Was it three? I don't know when we got the first. Yeah, and I filled that that hole. Yeah. That we didn't even know we were missing. <laughs> we didn't even know we could see. Uh, we get a DJ AM cameo, <laughs> which, which which I think is, is I think sort of tells you that they, they at this point Iron the first time Man had done so well they they knew this one was going to be successful and they could even get you know it was fun to have DJ AM even if people already knew who he was you could get a Gary you could get Gary Shandling in there right you could get Don Cheadle in there. Work. This, this is a big movie. movie. I think this, this is a big jump for Marvel movies. And it's only the third one. Yeah. Well, yeah. These things are kind of it sets, sets up. It's like, hey, this is going to be the level of quality we're going to get. Yeah. yeah. We, we also get to see. We, we get. This is our first view of of uh, what is she called? Natalie Rushman, Romanov, the Black, Black Widow. Widow. Yeah. Our, our first view of her. Yeah. Like a personal assistant. Personal assistant for. Who's also a bodyguard. We also get to pick again. 
Which, which he, I think he would have. It, it's almost like the disconnect. The fact that Tony Stark shows up, other than that, you feel like that movie doesn't exist in the Marvel Universe. Well, it, does, it, it really feels like it does. Yeah. Um, and we, like, like, don't get Coulson. Don't get Nick Fury. Yeah. We don't get... Have any crossover, and, and that's why people a lot of people are like other oh, they're just shoving all these characters in here, and it's like, yeah, but it's that's how you know you're in the universe, it's it's like, yeah, exactly. So, so, I, so I'm into it. Uh, I, I like uh, Justin Hammer perfect for his character, Sam Rockwell's spot on delivery calling that Yeah, uh, I think if you get any other actor in that, it would have just been like. Right, but he delivers it. It's like, of course, he calls it. Yeah, so like a cigar. So good. It's like Sam Rockwell, Rockwell podcast from now on. It's like Sam Rockwell love fest. And then it falls <laughs> limp. Hammer tech? Fantastic. And so then we get a whole bunch of Stark backstory. What we were talking about with that whole video from Dad and Stark Expo and his drinking problem and And then he makes the new element. Um, Stark versus the drones and Rhodes in the suit he can't control. Yes. This is our final battle. Yeah. I, I, it, the, the ending felt abrupt to me. It was like, hey, we're going to fight, and then all of a sudden they just... Yeah. And then all the things they just like, oh, you lose. And they blow up. Julius. Julius. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it felt like they're... It felt like the... the they should have like beaten the drones, and then there should have been something else to solve. Like, it, it, like he shouldn't have like shown up and just been beaten. Like, like I don't know, like you, a, a drone that had like that was that had gone out of pepper yeah. or something. There was something there was something to steal someone. Yeah, yeah. Something, something cool like that. That could have been. But um, but overall, I mean, it's a good finish. We get to see uh, Fango with the more electric whips. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's and then, and but then, then we, we get a post credit scene which is a shot from Thor. Yes. Yes. I like how some of the post credit scenes end up just being scenes from the next movie. But like there some of them this foreshadow. There's another one that comes up. Yeah. Oh, oh, we, we didn't, didn't do, do. Did we do Spot, Spot Stanley? Stanley? I think it's Steve's already pointed out. Yeah, he plays the Larry King character. Yeah, yeah. On, I, I think, think that's a pretty good, good one. Yeah, yeah. that's a bit more, more lines for Stanley, Stanley in this show. Yeah. Oh, oh Gilly, what up, man? Welcome, oh, hey. welcome, welcome to the chat room. We are talking about Phase One of Marvel. Join us. We're nailing. Yeah, nailing. And we do get to see. I was saying that post credits. So Coulson's in New Mexico. Yeah, and we do get to see Thor's hammer in the crate. Right. So they're straight up telling you like. This is Thor is next. Thor is next. Or something like me, who has no idea. I'm like, well, there's the hammer, and I know enough to know that it's Thor. I know what's next. And I was, again, being a comic book fan at that point, but not being a fan of, like, knowing what's going on in the movie industry. Like, now, a director can't even sneeze without everyone being, like, confirmed. Like, right. yeah. there's no secrets taking a picture and going, and we're all going, and then we have to discuss that. Yeah, it's, it's not it. And so, so it's, it's, um, it, it's, 
not knowing that like Thor was happening, like we, we knew it was coming, but not knowing all of the details about it, not knowing who's cast, not knowing everything. Like we're, we're seeing, seeing a prop, prop the, the main, main prop, prop from, from the movie. movie. That we're seeing it with a force. That was, that was a favorite. Really I like that. Gilly, yeah, yeah we're, 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 we have some, some audio, audio issues that we're, that we're trying to work out, but we didn't feel like we wanted to keep going. Like phase, phase one, one uh, the first, first Four, five, five Marvel six, movies. Six. six. First six. I watched them all this week. Six. Yes. My, my friend Mickey is watching all of the Marvel movies um, leading up to Infinity War. So we're talking about Phase 1, which was Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, Avengers. Um, so yeah, so it, it, like knowing now, like, all the information that we know about all these characters and who's confirmed as this and who's doing this cameo, like, at that point, it was still something really cool to see just the hammer and be like, holy crap, this is happening. Yeah. I, I thought It holds up. There, are, there, there, say that it's not that we haven't come a long way, right? Uh, costume wise, special effects wise, plot wise, acting wise, I think it holds up. For me, it holds up. Yeah, I, I th- it I, helps that it's my wife's favorite one, so I have seen this one a number of times. Uh, I, I think it was. Um, it 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 does hold up. I, I think like we like we talked about earlier, like just the fact that Chris Hemsworth looks strange with like. Like they, they made his facial hair and his hair look more natural in the Avengers. So there were, there were parts of it where you kind of just, you can tell it was the first one, but I think it, it did, definitely did a great job of setting up this alternate world, this, this whole other side of the universe, because that was also like, we'd already, okay, cool. We have a guy who built an Iron Man suit. We had a guy who can transform into a giant monster and how, and a, there's aliens. Yeah. We're going otherworldly. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, um, it was yeah. a it was a shot it was a kind of a, a gamble I, I want to say yeah so this one also this movie also has a, a more backstory but this time not done as a as a crisis this is done in voiceover it's Anthony Hopkins already compelling yeah uh, because Anthony Hopkins yeah he's, <laughs> he's phenomenal thanks for uh, hanging out Gilly <clears throat> it's it's great he tells you about the frost giants he shows you. It shows you the blue cube. We yeah. don't know what it is yet. They don't. They don't put a name to it. Um, but they give you enough backstory. But it was compelling. It was not. I like the Hulk backstory part. Already, like, are you gonna all of this? Yeah. But this one worked. Well, and 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 it's it's funny that while the Thor movies aren't necessarily the most popular, they're the ones that really do the most explaining so far when it comes to the lead up. Like the all of the mythos of the stars and the gods and the infinity stones like thor does all of that which makes sense because they are the li- thor is the link to the other 
dimensions to the the nine realms. The nine realms. There you go. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the link. No, none of all the other ones are are earth based. Right. Am I right on that? Uh, except for the guardians, which. But but again, the connection. And to this point, we hadn't we we don't know the guardians exactly. We, 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 we haven't seen them. But yeah, yeah I, I so I makes sense that the Thor. First of all, it is, it's it's grounded in myth. Yeah. You know, just the whole idea of Thor, and they bring that in in the movie really mm-hmm. well with um. Uh, what is the Selvig. Sel- with Selvig talking yeah. about the, the stories from his childhood exactly. and all yeah. that? It's brilliant. It's brilliant I, casting. Yeah. It's brilliant acting. It's brilliant writing. It works. I I, I love the, I love the way they did. The, it's like because people ask, they're like, who, like is Thor a god? Because in the comics, like it'll go back and forth. In the comics sometimes it's it's like yeah, they're gods. Other times it's like no, they're just super powerful aliens. And I feel like the com- the the movie did a really good job of being like when when early like northern. Uh, like Nor- Norsemen saw Thor visiting or saw Odin visiting, they would see them as gods. You see someone super strong wielding a giant hammer that only he can lift, and you're exactly. going, "That seems pretty godlike." Exactly. To me. So you're works. gonna you're gonna you're gonna worship them as such. So it, they did they did a great job of being like, "Yeah, they are gods, but not really. They're really just super powerful aliens." That- we also get a Rene Rene Russo mm. as Thor's mom. Yeah, in a in a small role, but a big actress. Yeah. I don't know. And it, she's a big get. She ends up being um, a big part of Thor 2. I've seen Thor 2. I saw one time. Yeah. <laughs> I remember there none of it. There's like a there's like a Nope, I got nothing. <laughs> we'll get there. You'll get there. This week I'm watching phase two, I guess. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Oh, what up, Vance? There, there he is with his those Power Ranger lightning bolts. Fantastic. Uh, uh, let me see. So, Russo, we get to, we, Elba. Yeah. That's great. Uh, it, uh, my only complaint. He's my Heimdall. My only complaint. And we get, and now we can't have him as a bigger part of another. Like, he, he's such a great actor and he's playing a, I mean, a big part, but not a lot of lines or anything. And now we, that he can't be. Um, another. It. He again. It, wait. So you have or have not seen Ragnarok yet? I have not. Okay. So he's gonna be big in Ragnarok. Okay. He's 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 he's, he's okay. <laughs> it's gonna be a this solo is life show with kids. This- yeah, no, I feel you. Watch out for the dog. Now it's just me. And the whole premise of this show is that he's talking about his experience with the movies. So, uh, hey, chat. How's things? No, Vance, I did not get that. Duh. Speaking of those lightning bolts, though, um, first off, thunder and lightning are two very different things. So, smooth. That, that one. Um, isn't that awkward? I started this show with three people, and now it's just... <sighs> well... Uh, what's new with you guys? Time. Um, kind of. I mean, he's. Yeah, you're right. He's the god of thunder, yet he can lightning. But I mean, lightning causes thunder, so. Is really loud. That's that's also a. 
<laughs> exactly. I am uh, now. I'm by myself uh, talking. Vance, did you see that you're no longer the top cheerer in the room? What happened? Number three, man. Hmm. Waiting for an answer. Yeah. <laughs> Well, cheer more bits. Watch some ads. Cheer those bits. What happens? So, uh, for those of you who are wondering why I'm sitting here all by myself. <laughs> yes, I did donate to myself. Uh, the premise of this uh, is we, we have my, uh, my friend Mickey who is sitting here back soon. Um, and he's talking about Marvel movies. Um and watching each phase, kind of going questions. Yes, Stormbreaker is going to be the weapon. Um, in Infinity War, welcome back. And uh, a friend of mine already bought it at Toys R Us because adults do that kind of thing. Uh, which and Toys R Us is going away. So hey, Mickey's back. So now we can actually carry on with the <laughs> conversation. Where were we? Uh, we were talking about Thor, uh, Idris Elba. He ends up being important, I promise. He comes back. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so is Loki a frost giant? What's his deal? Yes. So Loki is the son of Laufey. His name, his actual name is Loki Laufey son. Um, Laufey being the king of the frost giants is, however, a little small and shapeshifter. Adopted son of okay. Odin. Um, which is kind of, uh, that that rings true uh with the uh apology. Um though he's more half ish. Yeah. I it, it they don't explain it, but I don't I never felt like I needed it. Like I don't need I don't need it fully explained. Yeah. And, and I, th I think it I think it just it just it they do explain all you, all you need to know is that he he feels that he's been lied to his but he also now knows why he's <laughs> got that evil yeah he's like my dad is an evil guy that makes sense that makes sense it works and he's, he plays he's, it he plays chaos. it well he is chaos incarnate uh, that makes sense i like it i i think it works yeah you know stanley um stanley and thor one oh yeah he's he's in the truck he's in the truck <laughs> trying to pull the hammer out the hammer and then he rips her off he's like did it did i get it did it work did it work i love stan it's a good he all his cameos are good i think I like the I, I I like the one of him. I like the idea of him as the one as half. Yeah, but he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't have a line. Yeah. So these are good. The one three of the lines are good. We get Agent Coulson. Mm -hmm. We get see all. We can see a good amount of him. Yeah. You get you get to get a lot more of him. Him not just being like a oh, it's pots and you have a moment. Oh, I'm I'm Shield now. By yeah. the way, the government's giving us a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> all over this movie. Excuse me, while the men in black come and take your stuff. Yeah, they are going to take all your stuff. Um, Thor tries to break into the, the shield camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he can't lift the hammer. Right. He's not worthy. And that's when we are introduced. Barton. There it is. That's our first view of Hawkeye. Of Hawkeye. He didn't have a line in this. Um, he does. He, he has like a, they like tell him like, he says he like has the shot or something. That's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's that, about it. That's kind of it's really small. 
and it, and you don't see him then again until Avengers. So it was, which I mean, there's not too many movies left until. Um, but yeah, Hawkeye. That's all we get. Hawkeye did nothing. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah, he didn't do much. He stood he there just, in the rain with his he with just his arrow. But we but we get introduced to him. They introduce yeah. the concept of yeah of Hawkeye. You um, better call it because I'm starting to root. For you guys. Th- man, th- Vance, thanks for knowing the lines, man. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, what do we get? Selvig springs Thor, and they go out drinking. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, I thought that was really well done. Uh, the two of them coming back drunk. It's amazing. Yeah, it's great. Um, the casting, it's good writing. Yeah, it's just well the fact and the the fact that the actor, um, um, I'm blanking on his name all of a sudden. Um, he's, 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 he's a Skarsgård. Yeah, he's a Skarsgård. Um, like that's he's literally like he is like a Viking. You know, he like it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so, so perfect it's for him good. for him to do all this, and then he, it sets up you know his connection into the next couple of as well. So yeah, it I like I I like character right. and I, I like him becoming. <laughs> buddies with yeah over beers um he has his thor's buddies thor's friends oh the warriors three the warriors three the warriors three uh which there are no the the warriors three and sif the girl lady lady sif she she's a she's a love interest um and then uh yes volstag um whatever his name and what's his bucket Wolfstag's <laughs> yeah. the only one that matters. I, I always thought it was interesting. I was the the way like people always like uh, uh, there were like there weren't a lot of people. There was a small people, uh small amount of people who were like very upset that Idris cast as Heimdall because they're like these are Norse gods. They were white. Like well again, not actual gods, so they could be whatever. But they weren't upset by the casting of the Warriors three because in the comics it was always. Big guy with red beard, blonde guy, and then Mongolian guy. <laughs> and it's literally just like he looks like he's in like Mongol gear, and it's like, what? okay, this guy's Robin Hood. Like this guy, like they're all like medieval, and then you're Mongol. <laughs> Didn't really make any sense. And and yeah, and they then taken the, they could have taken the costume straight out of Bill and Ted's adventure. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the Warriors three, while while interesting, were kind of kind of a waste um but then um it's funny because uh known to some people the actor who plays volstag is uh he was punisher second punisher punisher annihilation uh ward germ punisher annihilation i don't think that's a movie at no, all i think no. i made that yeah, up yeah, yeah, that's just in the old yeah I think, I think i think ward i just wrote it Ray, Ray i just wrote it um yeah he's he's the punisher and then he's volstag and uh you'll see what happens to him later on Looking um, forward to that. I like. I like that. I like him as like that. Uh, I like when the uh, what is the metal giant called? What are they? Uh, the destroyer. The destroyer. I like when it comes down and Coulson says, "I want a Starks." Yeah, <laughs> they don't. They've never seen it before. Exactly. And your first thought is, "Oh, great, another Iron Man thing." Yeah. Um, and then it starts. Uh, and then it goes. Then it goes ham on that. Yeah. On that. I, I, town. It's. I love that. Uh, something about. I don't know what it is. Me as a person, there's something very satisfying about certain sounds in films, and the destroyer's beam that's a great, is one of those. Wow, really good sound design. It, it, like, it reminds me of the uh, the sound that the walkers made in uh, the day of the earth, uh, not the day of the earth, um, War of the worlds. 
don't worry about it. It wasn't that good. But like something about that and like like and like the big like laser cannons in space, like where it's like Whoa, like it, I dig those. Yeah, those are good. Those so are good. with, with the good. destroyer, like the sound it's being made, I was like, Oh, that was that's, satisfying. It's, it really is that's good thing. Yeah. And that, and then the way it would like when when Sif like stabbed it and it like spins around because it's all like fluid. Yeah, it's it, that's a re- I, I really liked I really like that fight scene. Yeah. I also thought it was like I thought that was gonna be it. like that's the end of that's the big, uh, that's the big boss fight. Right. But then we get Thor and Loki on the bridge. Right. Um, another good scene, especially Loki ape shifting. Oh, his, his his like his like illusion. Like, his yeah, uh, it's not teleportation. Mirror image. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that's it, they did just, they did a great job of setting him up as. A trickster that is literally right Loki. and he fights dirty yeah he does not he doesn't play he, by the he rules. fights dirty but and, but also like the things that he does usually have like they seem bad but they usually have some sort of positive you know effect right you know it's it's he he tricks thor into going headlong into battle which gets him cast out that makes him become worthy get the hammer become the hero of earth and all this other stuff like does all these great things yeah he really but it's him trying to, to exactly him trying to screw him out of the throne he just can't get out of his own way it exactly 100 just, just stop and let thor do dumb stuff <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be king by now <laughs> maybe um uh, yeah you can write right here loki fights dirty yeah yeah uh, i do like when thor just drops only right on Loki's chest and yeah. leaves him there. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> the use the use of Mjolnir as just oh like a paperweight for it. it yeah, it happens a lot. It's really well done. It's good prop. It's it's good like it. It's physical its own character. Physical comedy. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then he wakes up. He smashes the bridge and his mm. wakes up. And that's that's the game. That's yeah. it. But we do get another post credit scene. Done. Was this um. This is the introduction of the uh, the Tesseract, the Cosmic Cube, and then you see the reflection. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. At, so so Selvig's at Shield with Nick Fury talking about the Tesseract, and I don't remember what Nick Fury says, but then Selvig, or then you see Loki's reflection and like something like, "Well, that's worth looking into." And then Selvig says, yes, "That's worth a look." Yeah, that that's worth a look. Yes, thank you. And that's <laughs> like, and that's it. And you're like, oh, so Loki's. Loki's pulling the strings, yeah. and that sets up strongly sets up the Avengers, right? Which strongly sets up the next seven years of movies, it's, right? It's, but before we get to the Avengers, we get Captain America. Uh, this was my first watch of Captain. Not, I don't believe. Well, no, okay, that's not true. I had, I feel like I had seen it. I don't know if I had seen it. It was okay, like maybe one of those. I know because there were parts of it that were very familiar. But oh, yeah. I don't have a memory of sitting down and watching Captain. Fit. There were parts of it where I was like, "Oh yeah, I've seen." It, uh, it was good. Yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah, there's there's parts of it like all like all yeah. them, right. There's parts of it, but but it's good. I think it's really good. I think I think for a lot of people initially, their their issue with it was the fact that it was 100 percent of. Yeah, except for the very very end, and the very very beginning, right? Isn't the very beginning? Oh yeah, where they find him because they're finding. Yeah, 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 they find him. Yeah, so, so, that, so it's that, that cold open. So night, cold, night, cold open. <laughs> hey, puns are so ninety-eight percent of the film is a pyramid piece. Who's who's ready to sack old Adolf <laughs> on the jaw? Yeah. I punched Adolf Hitler seven hundred. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's um, 
like 98 percent of it is a here it's a world war ii film for some people that like did not resonate yeah it I, it works i bought it i enjoy i, I, I bought was, it. it i, I the, saw it six times in theaters we the the germans i have written here uh well first we get uh we get hugo weaving mm-hmm. uber german very he's laying it on thick. yeah yeah uh, not as thick as Emily Tucci's uber German. Oh yeah, I always <laughs> forget that's Tucci. It. It's Tucci. It's, uh, he's laying that. He's laying that on. Uh, speaking of which, with the did you see Sam Rockwell? So they had when Sam Rockwell. Um, the mic keeps cutting out. Dang it, Vance. I wonder if it's the noise gate. Um, the uh, when they had Sam Rockwell on there, they did. You know how they do like music. Sometimes it yeah. was a set to Gucci Gang. It was Tucci Gang, and it was all about <laughs> it was mean, all about Tucci being a. Uh, it was uh, it was about Tucci being like a like a character actor, and it's like remember him from Hunger Games, Tucci Gang, Tucci <laughs> Gang, Tucci <laughs> Gang. Like it was it was great, but yeah, it, he was he was a fantastic German scientist. But yeah, Hugo Weaving, you're like I am a fan of your films. Is like it was just <laughs> uh, with all, all the Z's. Yeah, it's your fault, Vanta. Uh, yeah, just killing it. Uh, Chris Evans as as skinny uh, Steve Rogers. Yeah, did they did they CGI his body smaller, or did they like put his head on? Another... Oh, I've watched the special features. I know how they did it. Now I'm blanking on it. Because let me tell you, his head is huge. <laughs> I think it that was scrawny body. I, Im- I imagine it was a body that they then. Just like, just like mapped his face to put a um, put a what do you call it a a green like a green hood over and then just face over the top. Yeah, his head is is enormous. Yeah, uh, that was the basically the big giant head. Um, also, oh, couple another here's another good James Bond one. The Hydra logo mm-hmm. looks a lot like the Spectre logo. Mm. Interesting. This is, this is not a James. Bond I wonder who came first. I don't actually know. Uh. No. Yeah. No clue. Couldn't couldn't even begin. Um, I do like the foreshadowing in this. Uh, he picks up the garbage can lid, and hold, when he's fighting the guys in the alley, holds yeah. it as a shield. And when later he, on he holds the uh, go all day. Later on he holds the he holds the taxi door yeah. as a shield. It has a star on yep. it. Yep. Um, they're they're laying it on for you, but <laughs> it works. It works. He's gonna have um, a shield. He's gonna have. He's look. He's gonna, gonna happen. Uh, let's see. Stanley Tucci, Uber German, <laughs> um, secret ice base or layer, very James Bond <laughs> once again, carved into the mountain. Uh, also, very Doctor Strange yeah. love that whole yeah, thing, yeah. the goggles and everything. Um, it With works. Experiments. So. We meet Agent Carter. Mm. This the, this is the first movie with like a strong, strong love story. Yes, because Tony's not a Tony Stark not is not a strong, strong love story, and and you, I mean, falling for he's he's falling for Jane, and then and then Hulk and Betty, but that never worked because he's a great monster. Yeah, because if they tried to bone, it'd be can't get him excited. No, not at all. Um, we meet Agent Carter. We meet Tommy, we meet Tommy Lee Jones. Grizzled. Mm. He was great. He's really he's um when oh, what is his line? Oh, when he tosses the dummy grenade and he jumps on it, and when like everyone else runs and Steve's like, "No, get away, get away!" And then get Tommy away. Lee Jones just like 
still skinny. Still skinny. And then he walks away. <laughs> yes, he could. I thought he was great. Um, there's a scene where Steve Rogers is in the car with Agent Carter. They're in the backseat of a car. And shot to shot, he changes size so many different times. There's scenes where he looks real skinny and then he looks taller, but he's still skinny, but he's bigger than her. His head is just big, little, big, little. And it's not an exact science to make a man skinny. It can't be easy. It took me out of it for that whole scene. I have no idea what went on in the back of that car. It wasn't really important. He was just awkward and, and, but not awkward in a creepy way. But so then they take, they take Captain, they take Steve Rogers to Mm -hmm. the thing. And we find out that Howard Stark made Captain America. Uh, he was involved in hardware that that created that because the, the serum is the doctor. Is doctor, what's his name? But the spider ray machine, all the machinery That's is Howard Stark because he's Howard Stark. Yeah. Does Tony Stark know that later on? Is he aware? Yes. Um. The was it in Avengers where he says the line? Where he says, uh, this is the guy my dad couldn't shut up about. Like uh, the, the, yeah, to- okay, Tony, okay. At, in multiple points in the movies, will reference Steve almost like the big brother that he couldn't keep up with. Because his dad just was his dad so loved. proud of their... Yeah. It comes out of the machine. He gets the, the serum. He gets the Vita Ray. I've written here, he is buff, he is shiny, and he X yeah, for days. Yeah. It's so, all the packs. And Carter just wants to... Just wants to towel, just towel that off. Towel He's too shiny. Yeah, yeah. Too shiny. Smell. Towel. Um, and then the spy steals the formula, mm-hmm. and we get a really good chase scene. Can we talk about that spy, though? When he comes down the stairs, and everyone else is in normal lighting, and then he just has the shadow it's across his face. And it's just like, I wonder if he's a bad guy. They, like, they put an X on the ground and they said, stand here if you want to look sinister. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's make me. Sure, make sure you have a big hawk nose. Get that nose out there. Yeah, yeah. And, good. and then we get a long chase scene. Oh, really well done. And that get, and it's pretty It's pretty good. <sighs> and then we get uh, the taxi taxi door. Um, and then we... Yeah. And then you start seeing the real plan come. And that, I think, like for me, like that's where the movie... That's where it sort of like started. It's like, okay, I like that we got that we got origin story in the in the movie, not just in voiceover or not in montage or anything like that. And then this is where the the plot of this movie really starts. Right. It was now like we're understanding Hydra. We've only seen clips, almost like cutscenes of, of Hugo weaving. We're not fully putting it together what he's up. To. Right. And now we're starting to see not just. He's not just evil. He's not just making weapons. He is planning world domination. He's got himself an army. Yeah. Um, and he's, we, he's, he's more than Nazis. And we get, we get that backstory. That all of a sudden he says, uh, my enemy right. are everywhere. And uh, okay, he's not, he's breaking off and yeah. he's going to. Which is something, which is something weapons. the comics have had to try to deal with for a really long time is, hey, do you make Hydra Nazis? Or do you try to make them more Nazi? And they're, they're uber Nazi. <laughs> exactly. And the comic, so like recently they tried to make it seem like the organization that is Hydra would, was around long before the Nazis. Organization like the Nazis to move their agendas forward, um, which is why they abandoned the Nazis, which is why the Nazis lose too. And that's it. Yeah, that's okay. We get the introduction of Vibranium. Mm-hmm. It says the rarest metal on earth, and but it absorbs all vibration. And he says, Captain America says, Why isn't it standard issue? And Howard Stark says, 
that's everything we've got. Yeah. He still lets him take the yeah. shoes. <laughs> well, he saw that he saw the, <laughs> the taxi door it and works. he's like, it works. He's like, no one else is going to be using this thing. Uh, then they take on the train. That train assault mm. approach. Probably the roughest guy in the entire, in all of you the Marvel. You, you mean they're ziplining down? They're zip-lining didn't look in. through the snow? Didn't look good? It didn't look good. It didn't even look comic book. Or, uh, uh, it didn't even look video game good. Yeah, well. It wasn't, uh, didn't love it. <laughs> Uh, Bucky, Bucky takes it better. He he's comes back. I I saw the Winter Soldier. Don't remember much of it, but <laughs> he comes back. How are we to understand he survives that fall? Does is it explained in Winter Soldier? And I missed it. Um, a little bit. They they show flashes of it. It's it's basically the reason he's able to survive that is due to the experimentation. When he when when Cap finds the, him the the small amount that he's undergone because he's he's strapped to the exactly the he, he's of, already being experimented on um which explains why he can handle deep freeze so well which is why he's got augmented abilities which is why he can, he's, he can heal yeah he's and, not okay. aging quite as as quickly okay. um and that's that's how he's able to arm but as far as we know at this point he said he's done Cap's very yeah, Cap Cap lost his best friend, his buddy. Which it, I I appreciate the way they did it because it makes so much more sense. Because in the comics, Bucky was like the boy wonder; he was a kid. So Cap is like running around with this kid, and it's like, why is this kid being allowed to fight Nazis? Like making <laughs> making him a soldier makes so much makes more sense. More makes sense. so much more sense. Uh, yeah. Howard Stark has in this has an accent that I just can't describe. Sometimes it's a little British. Sometimes it's a little old, old Brooklyn-y. Sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's high class. It's all over the day. Yeah, well, it's true. I I, I got nothing. I got nothing there. The, I wrote WTF is Howard Stark's accent, and I just <laughs> it, that again. That was the one where it took me out of the scene. Hey, it's straight. You're supposed to be American. Do like, your just, voice. Just do your regular old voice. Is, is the voice. actor British? Uh, maybe that's if that's it then hey then good work more power to you you nailed it uh motorcycle chase we get a wilhelm scream Mm -hmm. and he comes off as necessary it's it's the only one i noticed in the first six movies i don't know if we'll get another uh but i was into it Uh, a good action movie without a wilhelm scream not not a good action action movie doesn't count it's not classic immediately becomes kind of a draw (laughs) um and then the final battle he's racing to the plane but we make time for a nice day. Yeah, we do. But which With is Tommy which, Lee Jones, which is lame. Like that bit is lame. But then when he looks at Tommy Lee Jones and he says, "I'm not kissing you," <laughs> it it almost makes up for it. But then at the same time, I'm going, "Well, we had time for a kiss and for a sweet one liner." Yeah. Um, and now we're and now we're off and to now fight on the big. And giant that's why fight. you get blown up and frozen. If you hadn't done it that, you might have had a little more time. Yeah, you could have. You could have made it. Could have made it. He uh, was he born in like, London. Thank you, Steve. In London, there we go. All right, I'm gonna give him a pass and have it for free. Um, he gets on the plane. Yeah. There, are, there are conveniently labeled bombs <laughs> because because we forgot to explain the other part of the plan clearly. To so we've fair. now written the names of the cities on the bombs. When I broke my ankle and they had to do surgery on my leg, they wrote in large letters, "Cut this leg, not this leg." X's on my other, and leg. they did that with bombs. I'm going to assume they were like, hey, man, you know where you're going, right? Like, if it starts to get snowy, you're going the wrong yeah, direction. Like, turn that way. That way. There, it's written right on the front. So that's, if 
immediately Cap knows. He's like, oh, I got the plan now. Yeah. yeah. Without that, he'd be like, man, there's a lot of bombs <laughs> What's on this going plane. on? a lot of bombs on this giant plane with the skin-headed. He's literally a skinned <laughs> head. <laughs> is it heavy hand? A little bit. A little bit. I, like, I, I like it. Though. The CGI on him is good, though. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a, like, it doesn't look like, a, like he's wearing some mask. No. It works. Um, and then lots of lens flare. They make it real clear that you're supposed to be paying attention yeah. to anything blue. Yeah. Coming from that, the Tesseract. Right. It's just blue lens flare everywhere. It's, it's important. J.J. Abrams' wet dream. It's important. It's necessary. <laughs> you gotta have it. You gotta, you, you gotta know. To you gotta know where it is. It's the you focal gotta point. See. You gotta see the, um, you gotta see all the lens flare. Yeah. Um, it takes down the plane. Stark yeah. finds the Tesseract and says, keep looking for the. Let's just keep looking. Maybe Cap's out there. Right. And then it cuts. We cut to uh, Captain Cap waking up in what could have been hey, Brooklyn. Next day. And then it turns out, what do we find out? It's roughly 70 years later. Yeah. And he runs out of the, the elaborate. The elaborate ruse, ruse except, that he, except that he was at the baseball he game. He was at the baseball so game. That's how he, he figures it out. They're playing it. Um, and then at this one, so we go through the credits. And at the end, we get a Captain America will return in. Avengers. No, I wasn't paying close enough attention in the other movie. Uh, again, very James. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> James Bond will return in. Well, um, and then the post-credit scene is the trailer for the Avengers. Exactly. It's not. Uh, it's there's no new story nope. set up. It's just it's just the Avengers. And we all lost our minds. We were just like, this is happening. It's it's real. They shot footage. Yeah. It's there. So uh, on that note, however, yeah. Red Skull, when as it disappears, one thinks Red Skull's dead. I think that the Tesseract has teleported. I don't. Hugo Weaving is like. There's no way that they like. There's no mention of Hugo Weaving. Like there's no mention of him popping up. I think he's. You think around. he's still out there? He's floating around. Phase I, four. I think he's he, making appearance. I think he's on. I think the we're getting an universe. Infinity War. I would love if he showed up in the Infinity Red War. Red Skull in the Infinity War here yeah or first. just just his head like maybe just or just, just his red skull like sitting on like thanos's just, throne or something just just hanging out yeah he's like he did but <laughs> oh he did yeah i think he's alive <laughs> all right yes. red skull lives yeah, red skull yes. lives what if thanos is <laughs> that would be weird that would be bizarre but uh, you know what i'd be okay with it we're there he evolved and we get to the avengers oh man i saw this in the i saw have. it twice in the theaters Probably. in my life i've seen two Movies in the theaters more than once. One of them was Twilight. <laughs> Not proud of it. Not proud of it. I'm just gonna let it settle. Oh, that's fine. Leave it out there. It's yeah. on record. The other was The Avengers. I'm I, I'm proud of this. I'm you happy should be. that I saw this. Rotten Tomatoes, ninety two percent. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a killer. It's it's great. Well it's a great movie. Shot it for two hundred twenty five million dollars worldwide. It made one point five. Billion dollars, billion with a B. That's the highest grossing in the Marvel universe. That looks like Black Panther. Yeah. Already at like one. But then Infinity War is gonna Infinity War is gonna blow it out of the water. Yeah. But they did spend reportedly five hundred million dollars to make Infinity. Oh wow. Uh, the rumor is it's five hundred to make Infinity War Part One, five hundred million to make Infinity War Part Two. They're all make billion dollars. Billion. So they better get their money back. Yeah, they will. Um, it, we start with the Tesseract has awakened. We don't know who's talking. No, you know, we, 
I don't know who these people are. Right. And not being a comic. Who are these? Well, the funny thing is, um, Sandy Rivers in How oh, About Your Mother is in real life married to um, Allison Hannigan. Thank you. Um, but that creepy guy with the like the 15 fingers or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Halitosis Four Thumbs is what I started calling him because he's got the nasty teeth and the that, Four Thumbs. That is the actor who plays Sandy Rivers. That's Sandy Rivers. <laughs> Like so you got two How I Met Your Mother actors. Two in this How movie. I Met Your Mothers. But yeah, he's the one who's like to, to challenge them is to court. Yes. Like yeah, that's that's him. That's he's he's just a weird, creepy advisor. He's not important. He's not important. But we're led to believe he's important because yeah, because he's he's the mouthpiece. The commun- He's the one. He's the mouth of Sauron. He's the one communicating. Okay, yeah, because he's talking to he's talking to Loki. We don't know what the staff he gives him is. Mm. We don't know what what are the the Chitauri. Mm. We don't know who they are. Yeah, yeah. You did. You knew who they were. Of course, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was cool. I had no idea what I was talking, but I I, I was into it. I mean, right in. We see Robin Sherbatsky early on, <laughs> nailing it. Like five hundred million weeks. Yeah, that's <laughs> five hundred million includes marketing. That makes sense. Yeah. They're they're marketing the budget, but it's yeah, you know they got that Disney they got that Disney marketing machine. We got a ride. We got rides coming. And yeah, I'm sold. I'm paying all my money. Yeah. I like it. So this I like the way the Avengers movie is set up because we get sort of a rundown. They kind of go through. We do. We meet Hawkeye early on. He gets uh, he gets he gets suckered away real fast. Yeah, um, the staff gives Loki some kind of a thrall, yeah, yeah. and just he can he takes over Selvig, he takes over Hawkeye, but then we we move right, we move away from that. We just they 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 blow it up. It goes, and then we go smash cut to Russia. We meet, we we've met her before, but now we're seeing her in proper action. Romanov doing her what I call the reverse interrogation. She is being tortured, but actually getting the information. Um, and I liked it. I like it. Give way. <laughs> it's good they nailing it. And that you send in your audience. 100%. Yeah, great. I'm already I'm already casting. Um we know that she has a his she has a history with Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. You knew what it was? Um, yes and no. Uh not necessarily what they're setting up in the movies. Okay. But so there's a comic book history. Yes, they've dated. Um they were they were love interests and uh, Hawkeye being um Kind of like a, the secret agent. He's also heavily involved with with Black Widow and Spy Ring. in there. Okay, that makes sense. Red in her ear. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then we see what do we get? Oh, the great line is say, "You get the big guy." You know how Stark trust me as far as he can throw me. Yeah. He's like, he's like, "No, I got Stark. You get the big guy." And we're like, "Bonjour." So exciting. I like it. <laughs> um. Nick Fury against this against the council. We don't know who the council is, but we know obviously Nick Fury's smarter than they are. You can just tell from the scene. Like there it's not the president, it's I don't know, a director, something like that. Yeah. Making it, bad calls in Fury. That classic bad guy. Is it is that Powers Booth? Yeah. Is it Powers yeah, yeah. great name? Yeah. It's perfect. It, it, that's it's the other <laughs> or it's the other actor who looks like Powers Booth. One of the two. because uh, there's that guy too. Any second with that name, um, and then so then it, it just sort of like runs through. So we get that we get we we see Captain America getting brought in. We right. see Iron Man getting uh kind of getting brought in. Yeah, 
um doing the stark tower off the grid i do like the line his his name is agent and what i did i did a little research i was reading up and it said originally colson was not did not have a name right was not cast yet and he was just referred to in scripts as agent and he was not it wasn't supposed to be a character but then you get clark gregg and he's just oh so charming and they and they make more of him and i like <laughs> it so not only is it a funny line in the movie in the history of it it makes was powers booth it was powers booth nailed it yeah Oh, R.I.P. Didn't yeah. know that one. That hurts. Oh man, that's I'm, a wild need, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need a minute. I'm good. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, game to, to, to your point, they the way they just one after another, like nothing felt rushed. Nothing felt ham-fisted. Just this makes sense. This makes sense. And obvious progression. Not obvious like I saw it coming, but obvious. But, like, yeah, totally. but yeah, this this works. And they are assembling a team. Yeah. They're they're the movie is assembling. They are a team. the Avengers assembling. Assembling. It it works really well. Uh I I I liked it a lot. I like the way it's that's put together. We get uh uh Captain and uh Captain America and Iron Man meeting. Is that their first meeting? Their yes. First? Yeah. That is yeah, that is the first So you, you have have Tony Stark, who now here's finally the golden boy that my dad always loved, and then you have Cap basically being like, "Oh, you're Howard's son. I've heard you're, and you sell and and what I know of you is you sell weapons, yeah. or you sold weapons, and you're a jerk, yeah. So it, that one's good. We get Thor, mm-hmm. um, and then we get a great fight scene, yeah. um, Iron Man v Thor in the forest. Cap, with, Cap with, with, breaking with, with yeah with cap playing peacemaker yeah. sort of and that it that's amazing a great action sequence or it's not the it's not the first action we get in the movie but it's like it's it's good and when you, if you're not if you're not if you haven't bought in by this point it, this movie's not for you you're not yeah, in. like if not. that can't bring you in i coming let's see what else we get um or he's hacking Shields, <laughs> just just <laughs> casually, He's just going casually. Like, this is what I brought, and, and, and then uh, Bruce Banner. All he brought was his two. I like that. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh, that's the many Terra flops, and he's like, I brought two. <laughs> yeah, I brought two. But yeah. he was coming from Calcutta, that's so true. he didn't have a lot. I mean, you saw his house. Not a lot going. On. Not a lot to work with. He was afraid he'd some. Um, we learn what phase two is: tesseract or hydro weapons. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they blame it on uh, on Thor. Yeah. Says, in Thor before nuclear deterrent yeah um i do like the scene they're all sort of locked in that room um it's very bottled up and they all start bickering and fighting um uh, tony and tony and steve rogers are they're going after each other they all sort of they all turn on banner they're like hey man cool out then they all turn on tony and they all turn, I, I loved it it was really it's, good it's very obvious that the staff is worsening it Making it worse. It's yeah, it's the, it worse. it's the ring. It's, it's, it's the ring. It's yeah, the one ring. Sort exactly. Of like it's 100%. Like it's, it's, it, it works. I like it a lot. Uh, that scene is great. And it gives us the scene. Like, like on suit, let's go a few rounds. Yeah. And then we get the, the we get the, the ship gets hit and he goes, put on suit. Yeah. The only <laughs> thing about that scene that never made sense to me is when they're all going back and forth. And then you get that really awkward camera angle of Thor. Like, look at him, and he's like, so petty. So and, petty. And tiny. And it's just like, it's such a random angle. And I'm just like, why? Why I, that? I, I felt why? I thought the same thing. And my, my initial thought was it was start to see, I think, and again, I watched the one time, but I think if you watch that scene, 
the camera angles start to get wonky. They start straight on. You get like one shots, two shots, right. straight on. And, then it and they to, start to get, they start to as, tilt as, as they everyone start to gets angry. As the scene starts, as the yeah. room starts to deteriorate, things start sense. falling apart. The camera angle kind of falls apart and sort of, it's throwing you, the viewer, right. off balance. And even at one point, it's upside down. It, it flips over the, the it flips yeah. over the staff. It's, uh, uh, I think sense. they're sort of just like playing with you, the audience, to try to just bring you in that. So, give it to him. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He yeah. can handle it. Yeah, he doesn't know how to handle a, a relationship, but a handle Avengers. I don't get that reference. <laughs> um, and then we get saddest part of saddest part of the day. Coulson takes a staff oh. through the heart. That look. Trickery. <laughs> that man is playing Galaga. Great line. Oh, we wouldn't notice. And then he does, but we did take back friend. to Galaga. That's good. Um, yeah. Oh, when we get to see, we get to see Black Widow fight Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. The two people who, as far as we know, do not have superpowers. Right? They're just they're just they're just they're really, just, they're just, they're just duking it out. They're really well trained humans. People. Humans fighting. Yeah. But again, uh, to, to just hop right back, um, Black Widow for that scene or the of Loki of Loki. You're, You're a monster, Loki, and then he's, he's just like. Like, I will kill you intimately. And she's just like, oh, oh. And then she's like, oh, so that's what you're going oh. for. And he's just like, he's, the look on his face, the fact Tom that, Hiddleston plays the fact it really that well. The it's trickster, just, the god, the trickster god gets fooled he got tricked. by her. And, and it's in his hubris where he's going after yeah. her and he can't stop himself and he's just going to, and then he gives away the plan, banners the play. Yeah. And, it, yeah. Yeah, and then, but yeah, then we get, yeah. we lose Coulson. But we don't actually lose Coulson because they resurrect him for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and it was poorly done. I I remember that when they say, oh he went to where did he go Tahiti or something yeah. oh it's a it's a magical place but it's yeah it's, it's the, they they brainwashed but they they use I remember don't they have they have like this weird spidery robot thing like literally piecing his brain back together it, so they they use it doesn't make any sense now but the tree is race that is person. Um, we're gonna get there but they like that's that's how they bring him back as you okay so so we don't know at the at the time we're watching a field right but we'll get there yeah a lot of that going on um but we use fury nick fury uses colson uses colson's death to actually of to push them to assemble the event to assemble yeah the way the way that he uses the the bloody playing the cards, bloody the, the word the bloody, is, yeah and uh and he even gets called out on it yeah. he's like i needed you know, yeah i do what i do he needed the push yeah so i i kind of like that that about fury just in the way he's like he's kind of a you know he he's got the phase two weapons and he's willing to do this he in that way he's not a hero yeah you know he does what he feels like he does what he feels is necessary no but he's not necessarily a, a good a good guy, right? Like, um, but that makes him all the more um, that makes him all the more uh, interesting as a character, sure. and also that we know nothing about him, right? Um, that's he's a spy. So he is the spy. He is. He's the one. So then they come down to Earth, and it's battle time. Yeah, yeah. And think this this whole sequence is amazing. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Start to finish. I love um, when they get together. I love when 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 Banner shows up on a motorcycle. <laughs> he just kind of rolls in, but but Tony knows he's coming. Tony's just sure he's he going to come. He's he coming. Just knew it. Um, and then we get the great line. What's my secret? I'm always I'm angry. always angry. 
and he just he just goes to town. Yeah. That 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 assembling that like that the way they did that the way the way Thor smashes out of the thing and then as he he hesitates reaching for the hammer and you hear the voice saying you fell out of the sky and you're like yeah he fell out of the sky and then, then it goes to Bruce, it goes to Bruce and, and he's like, just laying there naked <laughs> naked <laughs> son you have a condition you got a condition <laughs> yeah that was ah. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. yeah the way that leading up to that 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 still that when when he says you know I'm always angry and he turns and punches just chills every time when I'm watching it on oh. FX when it's randomly flipped through and I'm like yeah. oh it's the Avengers oh it's so good yeah. it's the it's the it's the line of the movie yeah. I think uh, that and the shawarma bit um, <laughs> no it's I think it's the best and then we get I put it right here the shot right. With with the all the Avengers it there, cycles and around, it turns them. around. Where Cap Cap adjusts the shield, he flips the hammer, she locks her guns, he pulls out the arrow. He's got the arrow. Everyone's ready to go. Also, really, I think all of those arrows are CGI. Yeah, there's not he. I don't know about in the quiver, but when when you when he's everything he's pulling out, he's pulling air, and he's just doing, and, and they just added after the fact. Because what would have happened is he would have no matter no matter how much training he had. Yeah. He would have if, at multiple points pulled out arrows and gone, get it in the <laughs> thing, and I just so it's it, they're all CGI, nice. every single one of them. Right, but uh, but it, it you can't tell like yeah. you don't look at it and go like oh that yeah, looks awful. Great. It looks like he's just doing this a lot. No, no, it works. <laughs> Punch up like once. <laughs> That's good about that one. Um, the scene with Hulk and Loki in Stark Tower. Oh, the puny god. The puny god. He's smashing him around. And the look on, on Loki's face. And he's just <sighs> laying there. That makes this movie, for me, stuff like that. Those scenes. This is... The brilliance of this movie is the moments of comic relief. Yeah. And what I remember from from Avengers 2 is there's, like... The comic relief is, is much more, like, just, like, in your face. And yeah. it doesn't actually relieve tension. In this movie... It's perfect. Yeah, and I and after when when Hulk and uh, and Thor surf the thing down, and then he just punches him. They duked it out. Or when um, when uh, Iron Man's flying towards it, and he says, "Have you heard the story of Jonah and the whale?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't think uh, he's a role model." And then he just blows (laughs) it up from the inside inside out. Yeah, it's fantastic. Plus, we get the shawarma thing. Yeah, twice now. I'm back to the shawarma. (laughs) You think I wrote it down? You're darn toot, and I wrote that down. Uh, Uh, Yeah. we do get a bit of a of a Deus ex machina with the nuke. Mm. It's sort of like they had no plan to destroy to go through the portal and destroy, but they're gifted right this nuke that really solves a lot of problems because when they blow it up, then all the guy all the yeah, tower on the ground just connected. kind of because they're all connected to like a hive mind power, which source. was never sort of explained, so it just kind of happened. So there's no way that they could have known that that was going to work. The, the Chitari were poorly used, and they were they were just kind of fodder. There, you need. I mean, you, you, need, need, you need someone to beat up. Yeah, you, need, you need an army. <laughs> um, but when we get the scene, let me jump back here really quick because when we get the scene where Cap calls the play, mm-hmm. and he says Hulk smash, it's amazing. He said Hulk smash. When Hulk goes off smashing, I was sitting in the theater. I was giggling. Yeah. So <laughs> I had spinning around. I had not seen the Hulk movie, or I did not know anything about the Incredible Hulk. I did not consider myself a Hulk fan. And in that moment, he became my favorite Avenger. I was so happy. And watching it again, same feelings. I was like, this scene is the way The way he, he, when he smashes and he spins around and smashes, spins around and smashes again. And then he just jumps into the air and just hits them with his body. He's just like, get out of my way. Get out of my way. Yeah, he, every part of him, everything he does is a weapon. Everything's a weapon. Everything's a weapon. And I thought it, it just, I liked it a lot. 
Um, yeah, and then we get they they close the portal, they blow it up, and everybody's victorious, and New York is destroyed completely. <laughs> Uh, and 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 the Democratic senator is like, where are they now? Well, I always notice that he's a V next. Yeah, that's, that's a, that, it's that, just their fight. Where are they? Where now? are they now? Uh, that's where we get Stan Lee. Yeah, spot Stan Lee. He's in a <laughs> doesn't believe the superheroes in, in New, New York. York. He's playing chess in the park. Oh, I think so it's a, good. that's a yeah, it's a good one. Oh, he oh. says, "Give me a break." In oh. his very old man way. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thor takes the Tesseract back to mm-hmm. Asgard with his prisoner, mm-hmm. and everybody just sort of dissipates they just go their separate yeah. ways and we do get that that uh the robin shabatsky and nick fury right they say hey well we need him again yeah they'll come back they'll, and we'll then, need and, him, and him, him telling the council i love that line where he's like on whose authority like did you give the tesseract away and he's like i didn't he's like basically just like i didn't i just didn't disagree with the god who did like <laughs> yeah thor is just like i'm taking this yeah he's just like he's like yeah, that's kind of mine yeah and i can crush you yeah so and have you seen my hammer yeah it's, it's sweet <laughs> yeah so and then we go to the post credit scene we we get some credits mm. and then we get and we get a, a proper post credit scene mm. i had no idea what i was watching yeah uh if you didn't know the comic books like no. myself who who what no, am I what am I seeing? I am the only I lost my mind. I Googled it when in he the theater. turns when he turns and smiles, so, I literally just let out a yell and everyone around me turned and multiple people were like, Okay, cool, this guy you know who yeah, he is. Who's who the, is that? So they're doing they did then what I'm doing. Yeah, now. exactly. Uh because I had no idea. I Googled it and I went, Oh, Thanos. Yeah. No idea. Yeah, still what nothing. Is, what is when that? when he said to court death. To challenge like, them is to court death. Yeah, I was like, what? Because, and this is, it's all coming. So, in the comic books, Thanos is obsessed. His one true love is Lady Death. In the Marvel Universe, death, the physical embodiment of death, is a woman. She either shows up as a very thin woman in a hood, or a thin woman in a hood who has a skull for a face. So, to say, so this court death is not... It's not a, this is not a simple line. No. This is not. So to court death, which is why Thanos is like, I'm down with it. Then. He gives that little smirk, that smile, and he's in. I don't even know who he is. Yeah, because he is in love with death. Death is his one true love. He's always trying to impress her. Um, and that goes in heavily into uh, Infinity War, because in the, in the comic books in the 90s, um, Thanos is actually killed. And he's resurrected by death and given the task of killing half of the universe. Because she thinks there's a cosmic imbalance. There's too many people alive. So he is basically always trying to impress her. Always trying to you know woo her. And so that's why when that guy says it's to court death. That's why he's happy about he's it. He's into it. He's like yes. I'm, and you know, even though it was just a random actor that they didn't use later on who was playing him. Was it really? It was not. It was just some. I know who the guy is. He's, he has other roles. But he, he literally... He just did the motion capture he, for it, and then that was it. He does not play Thanos going he's never, forward. He's never. He's never. After that, it was always Brolin. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so we introduce Thanos, and that sets up, holy crap, when are they going to introduce, when's Thanos going to get involved? And that's when we go into Phase 2, and that's when Phase that's 2 just, starts to set up more. We start setting up, what's the first movie in Phase 2? What, um, what am I watching tomorrow? Let's find out. I don't actually remember what came first. Phase two Marvel movies, um, Iron Man three. Yes, because Iron Man three deals with the fallout from um, from Avengers. Because he actually he has a little bit of a 
PTSD from Avengers. Okay. So I saw Iron Man 3 in the theater. Have not seen it since. Yeah. It, it, I, it Steve's and I defend it. It's some people's not, yeah. <laughs> Iron Man 3 equals exactly. trash. Van, Van, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. It's, it's got definitely, uh, it's an acquired taste. But yeah, it goes Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World. So you got two of the less popular movies. Then you got Winter Soldier, which is by far one of the most popular, followed by Guardians of the Galaxy, which again, insanely popular, Age of Ultron, and then Ant-Man. Let me see. I saw Iron Man 3 in the theaters. Okay. I saw Thor. Um, I want to say I fell asleep in Thor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks, I did I liked it too. Winter Soldier until... No, I... Uh, I saw part of Winter Soldier. You haven't seen? I haven't seen. That. It's one. Of, oh, I'm looking forward. We're to talking it. about all this like James Bond. The very it's, Bond. It's the best spy movie in the Marvel universe. Oh, let's get in there. So let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. And Steve's it's still it's, it's still it's, his favorite. So, um, Phase Two is when you start need to pay attention to the Infinity stuff. No, forget it. Never mind. We can just sack this whole not. <laughs> Gonna pay attention to things <laughs> just because that's because it's we we've already been introduced to them in phase one but we don't know that what they are yet we don't know that they are them we just we, we now it's time now it's time to get real yeah yeah so and thor, thor the dark world while it is the least popular with a 66 rotten tomato rating it does explain the infinity stones it's the first time they really talk about what they are well, there it is yeah phase one complete phase one complete Phase two starts tomorrow. Phase two starts tomorrow. With Iron Man three for me. Yeah, and then we'll get, and then we'll maybe get a Steve's in here, try to figure out the audio so we can get him on there. Maybe he can learn to drive a car. That would helpful. Be helpful. Audio is all yeah. over the place tonight. Oh, Mickey, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having uh, me. Chat room. Thanks for hanging out. Um, if you're listening to this uh, on audio or you're watching on YouTube after the fact, then you have no idea what I'm talking about when I say that. Uh, so you know, thanks for doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, Vance, Steve's right. apparently can't. No, he has, his kids have Taekwondo tonight. So, is it judo, Taekwondo, whatever. Anyway, his kids are training. If you are for interested, future Avengers for, scenarios. Yeah, it's because they're going to join the League of Assassins. Uh, everything right here at thecapelesscrusaders.com. Our blogs. We have a new blog about being a dungeon master in Dungeons and Dragons if you're that big of a nerd. Uh, our sponsors, Computer Booter, <laughs> local computer repair shop, and retro video game lounge, Empire's Comics. They're gonna, apparently going to start stocking. Uh, Hot sauce. So that's cool. Along with comic books. Comic books and hot sauce. And that's that. That's the two things that I need. Uh, anyway, um, join us um, Monday for, uh, I don't know what we're going to be talking about yet. And then Thursday when we're probably going to be doing this again. Um, so, you know, that's going to about do it for the night for the Cables Crusaders. My name is David Barry at DR Barry on varying social media platforms. I am joined by my friend Mickey at that is unemployed on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> All right, thanks for hanging out, man. Uh, for the Cables Crusaders, good night.